Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. We're going into a season of Limitless, which is incredible. I mean, uh, and we talked at Gold Night a little bit, but I want to just fill you in if you, if you weren't there. Um, limitless, so a lot of times in life, we can create limits with how much we receive from God, with how much we love each other. Um, you'll, you'll feel this even if you've, you know, you had a life of normals and then you get into a relationship with somebody and maybe they're used to a certain amount of love or a certain amount of affection or a certain amount of words and whatever, and you bring your normals into it and you're like, oh, I never did that. Or, you know, I, I, my mom and dad, we never talked about things like that or we never embraced or, you know, everybody hugs here and it just weirds me out. You know what I mean? Like you have limits, you have barriers of how much you let in or how much you go for, you know, and that's where our fears come from. Sometimes we can go through failures and they create fears and so we get boundaries all around us and we're going to be talking about this all throughout this season because in this season I'm, I'm really excited. We're going to be removing boundaries. We're going we're gonna to talk how we're going to remove those limits in order to not only, um, you know, get out of the boundaries but allow God to come into our space. And how many know when God is involved, all of a sudden nothing is impossible, right? With our strength, we only have a certain amount of strength, a certain amount of, you know, level that we can reach, and then we hit a, a wall because we're human. There's only so much love we can give. There's almost so much we can serve. That's why if we came into this space and we we're like, hey, you know, we're just a church. We believe in good works. We believe in doing good. That would only last so long because we can only give so much of our human selves. But with the power of God involved in what we do, limits are gone. All of a sudden, we have all this limitless space for God to heal and do miracles and do life transformation and break normals that have been there for years and take years of therapy, but in one moment in God's presence can change everything. And so we're, we're stepping into this season. I'm super pumped for you, super excited for my family. Because we've already been talking and praying and, and written some things down in our journals of saying this is what we're praying over in this season. These are the limits that we're praying through. These are the things we're going to step out in faith and know that God's going to move. And that's, that's even why um, for the one year we're claiming two tables. I want, I want two of the big ones. I don't want these small ones. I want the, the big ones. We're claiming two of the big ones because we have a bunch of, I guess this is big right here. Yeah, I can't see with the light. But okay, I want these two right here. These are mine. Um, but I have a bunch of invites out, and we're believing by faith, you know, that God's going to remove the limits in, our, in the, our comfort zones, right? Sometimes we get in the comfort zone. He's going to remove the limits in the way that we give generously. We've talked about, uh, me and Ashley have talked about what we're going to do in this season as far as generosity and increasing the level. You all have giving goals. You have goals in your family? How much you're going to give? No? Is that just a weird thing we do? <laughs> awesome. We talk every season. We're like, all right, what's our goal? What's our goal? And our, our, you know, our goal, if you know us at all, if you've been out to eat or whatever, you can hear it from us. Our goal is to be the most generous people on the face of the planet. Like, that's what we want to do. Um, I saw all growing up, and my family and, and Ashley's family, our, our parents were super just generous. Um, and we wanted to make that a normal in our home. So our goal is to, like, live on 10% and give away 90%. I'd love that, you know. I'm like, God, do it. 
you know, because as you become a conduit of what God pours through you, you can handle more because he can bless you and trust you, right? And so when you're a good steward and you're pouring it out, he can give more and more and more. And that way you have abundance not to live on and get fat, but to pour more out. So we're like, God bless us so we can bless others. Anyways, that's a side note. But we're stepping into this season and I'm praying, what are some of the limits that God wants to remove? But a lot of times what the, the starting point, the starting point of what we uh, go into this season is setting a foundation, it's setting a foundation, and this happens in all things. That's why uh, when you get married, a lot of times pastors will take you through marriage counseling, right? Because what you're doing is you're setting a foundation of what you're going in with expectations and how you're going to treat each other and, and what are some of the things that you need to put in place in order to build a great marriage. Because without a good foundation, the structure will never stand strong. All right, are we good? You tracking? It happens in relationships. It happens with business. Before you even start a business, you've got to get things in place. You have to have structure. You have to have organization. Now, God knows I'm not organized, but my wife is, so praise the Lord. So you put structure in place because when you have that foundation, then all of a sudden the walls can come up. The easy part is just putting in the nails and making everything come up. And I say that like I'm a builder. I'm not a builder at all. But in order to go into this season right, in order to go into a season of limitless where you have no limits and no boundaries, you have to set a foundation. And that's making a decision of how you will approach this season. How you will approach this season. And the biggest thing I feel like in this next season is going to be, ready? This is so profound. Not really. Prayer. And I can't stress this point enough. Man, can I talk real just for a sec? We Christians, Christ people, whatever you want to call us, we overlook the power of prayer every day. And God promises so much. He says, knock and the door will be open. Seek and you shall find. You know, pray in my name and these things will be done. Seek my kingdom and all these things will be added. All these things about prayer, 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 prayer. If my people will turn from the wicked ways, seek my face, you know, I will hear from heaven. I will heal their land. I will pour out my abundance. All people on earth will. I mean, that's the promises. That's the principle that's in place. If you pray, if my people will pray, things will get done. But we overlook that every day, don't we? I mean, let's just get real just for a sec. We overlook the power of prayer. I think that's the number one limit that will limit us from being a powerful entity in Philadelphia and around the world. God is calling his people back to seek his face. And I'm not talking about a prayer over your meal. Lord, bless this food. You know, God is good. God is great. Let us thank him for our food. Amen. Lord, bless us as we go on our day and just give us all the good things in life. And I'm not talking about pansy prayers. I'm not talking about just, you know, things you've always done. I'm talking about 
a different level of prayer, okay? And this is the foundation we're setting as we go into the season of limitless, is getting to that second level of prayer. It's that, it's that next level of seeking and desperation. It's not a prayer saying, oh God, we just have to do this and we have to pray all of our things. We have to praise you and thank you. And then we pray for these things because we're needy and we're, we're people that need, need, need. No, it, it's a desperation. It's a getting on the level of understanding and hearing his voice and understanding his will and getting on that level of prayer that's coming in one with his plan. Did you know there's a plan for your life and God put it in motion from the beginning of time, even before you were conceived, even before your parents had a thought of, yeah, no, 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 no. You, God had a plan in motion already. He had a plan in motion for your life. And sometimes we pray these, these prayers like, oh, God, just bless me, and this is what I think you should do, and don't you know this is the path I want to take? And so open the door, open the door. And we don't align ourselves with his will. And his will is like, so far beyond what we could ever imagine or comprehend. In fact, the Bible says that his thoughts, his ways are so much higher that we'll never be able to understand them. That's kind of depressing. But understanding, he, already, he has all of our goodness in his hands. He has all of our, our will and for our life in his hands, and he wants to accomplish it on earth through us, in us. So that's exciting because we're stepping into this next season knowing God has a plan and he wants to succeed and do it through us. His, his words always have purpose and he always wants to get them accomplished. So that's good news. God's going to have it happen. But we have to remove the limits off us. And I think the first limit we have to remove is the limit of non-effective prayers. Throwing them out. So I'm going to look at a couple scriptures. I told you today was different. A couple scriptures. If you have your Bible app or your Bible. First one, and I mentioned it, 2 Chronicles 7.14. 2 Chronicles 7.14. Write it down. You're going to need it. This is a great promise. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people, if, 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 if. How many parents in the room have ever used the if factor? You can get dessert if you eat 10 more bites. We just did that last night. Ane didn't want to eat her food, but she wanted dessert. We said 10 more bites. If you eat that food, you can have dessert. He says if. It's one of those, those um, things. If you do this, you get this. It's a principle in motion. If you knock, the door will be opened, right? If you kiss the girl, you know, have love. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> if you work real hard, maybe you get money, right? So it's, it's like if, if, if. So he says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Now this word he says here, seek. I want to talk about that because it's not a prayer just saying from a distance, God, we hope and we whatever. It's a seeking out. It's a moving towards saying, God, where are you? And I want to see you. So I'm going to come into your throne room, and I'm going to seek your face. Where are you? Where are you, God? It's that desperation prayer. It's not me saying, I wonder where Ashley is. Where's my wife? Ashley. Ashley. I don't know. I don't know where she is. Um, but Ashley, if you can hear me, um, pray that you just, you know, whatever. That's how we treat God sometimes. It's like, where are you, God? God. I don't know. 
Uh, so God, just, just bless us, whatever. And if you're there, you hear me, it's your will, whatever. That's not how we treat him. And he says, no, 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 if my people will seek my face, go after and say, all right, I have to find Ashley. So I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to search all these rooms. I'm going to make sure I see her face to face. It's a seeking, okay? It's taking our prayers from, from just praying to moving towards God, saying, God, what do you want? I need to hear your voice. I need to get in your, in your throne and, and, hear your, and hear your voice. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. That's a promise. God said, I will listen in a little bit closer to the space that turns from their wicked ways and seeks my face. It's the people that are, are desperate for me. My heart just absolutely longs for those kind of people. And so I know, as a church, in order to go into this space of limitless, we can say it all we want. Oh, it's a season of limitless. We can say it all we want. But unless we do the groundwork of saying, all right, we're moving into a space of seeking his face, of asking God, hey, God, what is going on in my heart? What's, what's in there that needs to come out, that needs to be cut off? Right? It's, this, it's, the, it's the whole picture of like a rose bush with the dead roses. They have to be cut off so that the, the alive roses can have all the life from the plant. But if you keep the dead rose on, it will suck all the life and kill the whole plant. So there are some things in your life that need to come out. There's some things that you can't do. There's some places you can't go. There's some things you can't experience because God has set you apart. Come on, somebody. God set you apart. He has better things for you, greater things for you. He doesn't want you settling for the limit life. He wants you to step into the limitless life. One more scripture. Write this down. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 through 21. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18 through 21. He says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. How many believe in the power of Jesus? Woo! So that is for us, for our heart to be enlightened, for the riches of his glorious inheritance for us. Did you know God has an inheritance for you? When you're a child of the king, when he's your father, all that he has is yours too. Isn't that great? It's amazing. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead. And we talked about that at Gold Night. But the same power that raised Christ from the dead off the cross is the same power that was working through us in our lives and through our lives. And so as we walk into this season of limitless, first we set a foundation to say, God, we are desperate for you. We're not just saying it. We're doing it. We're setting our alarm a little bit a little bit uh, earlier. And God, we're going to lose a little bit of sleep. God, we're going to fast. And there's going to be times we're hungry. There's going to be times we want to get on social media or whatever the fast is. But God, we're desperate enough to say we're turning from that stuff and we just want you. How many want a move of God in your life this season? Come on, how many are desperate for it? You want a new level. 
You don't want to settle for what you've experienced. You don't want to settle for all the things that you've already known. You want to step into the unknown. Let me tell you, this is a season of stepping out of the boat. Because Peter and all the disciples, they were comfortable in the boat. I hate boats, but they were comfortable in the boats. They loved the boats. The boats was where they fished, and they knew the space, and they knew the, the territory was very familiar. And there's a Christianity, the lifestyle that you're very familiar with. There's a place that you go to work, and you're very familiar with this space that you're in. It's your comfort zone. But don't talk to me. Don't burst my bubble. I want to stay here. It's comfy. Right? There's a way that you love God. It's a comfort zone. It's a way you worship. You only go this far with your hands raised. Any higher is scary. Ah! No. Do it. There's only so much you pray, right? You can only handle like five, ten minutes a day. If any more, it's just weird. It just gets awkward, right? And there, there's this space that you're comfortable in, but God is calling you out of the boat. He's saying, come. And Peter, I love his response. He says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. And Jesus always wants us to come to him. So this is a season where we're stepping out of our comfort zone and we're stepping into the limitless zone place where there's no limits. God's got so much for us. Are you ready to take it on, experience it, come alive in it? Come on, I'm excited. God's got so much for us. Can I pray for us? As we go into this season, I want to bless your home. I want to bless you. I'm praying for my family, and I just want you to hear me on this too. I believe in God not only to r remove the limits, but I'm, I'm praying that God starts a revival in your heart. Because did you know that you're in a space right now that God has placed you strategically in order to touch those people all around you? He's put a circle around you. If you look around at your job or your school or wherever you are right now, you'll notice you have certain people who are connected to you, that look to you, and God has placed you there for a reason. So my heart and my prayer for you in this season is that your eyes are open. Yes, you remove the limits and you start, but you get desperate for God enough to let him move in and through you. Sometimes we allow him to move in us, but it's time we start letting him move through us. And we share what we've been given. So I'm gonna pray for you, all right? Is that cool? God, I thank you so much for everybody in this space. I thank you so much for this season that we're walking into, God, the limitless season where we're taking off the boundaries, we're taking off the limits, and we're moving into this space of desperation, this, this space of seeking your face. It's taking off the things we've always known and stepping into the unknown. God, it's the zone where you come alive. It's the zone where you are present and you are awesome. And so, God, we trust you as we walk into this space. Pray that you blow our minds, come alive in our lives, and our words, and the way that we do life, and the way that we make decisions, and the way that we love our families, and love our friends, love those that are far from you, God, and those that are hurting and broken all around us. Pray that you would help us to change. Help us to be the change everywhere we go. We love and trust you, God. In your name we pray. And everybody said, amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.